You're listening to the Less Stress in Life podcast. Your hosts, Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher, are on a mission to help individuals and organizations manage stress and change. Together, they bring you real conversations, inspirational stories, and strategies to help move you from being stressed to feeling your best. Hi everyone, I'm Deb Timmerman. Welcome to our series of 52 Practical Tools for Less Stress in Life. This is episode 17. And I'm Barb Fletcher. Our goal is to give you tools and strategies to help you moving from stress to feeling your best. And today we're going to talk about earthing. So earthing is kind of a different term. Can you explain what it is, Barb? So it's really about our physical contact with the earth. The earth has a vast supply of electrons on the surface that really are beneficial to our health. And this really um, became front and center for me when my husband and I were spending time in Costa Rica. He would go there and he would walk the beach every day and a number of his health challenges would improve. And so I really became interested in that, things like psoriasis, joint pain. And so once I dug a little deeper, I understood that it was really something called earthing. And we didn't uh, go there with the notion that we were going to be earthing, but it was just a, a nice coincidence. Earthing sometimes is also called grounding, and it's our ability to get connected to the earth and to turn those electrons over. What changed with us along the way that got us disconnected from that practice? Well, one of the uh, the author of a, a book on earthing refers to the biggest change being the introduction of our rubber-soled shoes which created a barrier um, between us and the earth. And and when you look at um, how we live our life, that really is one of the biggest factors. You know, when I was a kid, probably we ran barefoot more than what we do now. We put shoes on our kids, really good sneakers with lots of layers to disconnect us from from the earth. That reminds me of my childhood and my mother always screaming to get my shoes on. Because when you're running around barefoot and there's glass and you stub your toes and all of that, you know, you get all those wounds. Mm -hmm. And the shoes are great because they protect us. But somehow naturally, I always wanted to be barefoot and the dirtier my feet were, the better yeah, for me, in in this time of year, as we warm up a little bit, I'm happy to kick off the socks and go barefoot in the house, even in the winter. If I happen to be um, able to get the wood fireplace warm enough so the floors feel kind, I'm happy to be barefoot then as well. But it's, it is really that connection with the earth. And there's nothing better than actually getting out and being able to connect and put your feet in the earth. One of my uh, favorites is is gardening, and we'll talk more about some strategies, but I always say that there's nothing better than digging in the dirt. 
Well, and it is that connection to the earth and dirt that helps those electrons turn over. But why do we need to be grounded? What's the purpose of being grounded? Well, there's so many benefits. You know, I spoke about the change for my husband, but it does, it reduces your inflammation. So when his knees and ankles were, were hurting, we were now able to see the reason why, because we were actually reducing that. He used to have psoriasis on his hands. That would all disappear. His sleep improved. So your overall well-being, the, the chronic pain would, would leave. And, you know, we because it's a warm climate, when, when we spend time in Costa Rica, we find it difficult to replicate that same connection with the earth. But there are other ways that you can go about getting connected to the earth. So talk about some of those ways. You mentioned gardening. For me, it's it's actually getting down physically on your hands and knees and digging in the dirt and connecting with it. Um, other things like there there are special grounding mats that you can plug into the wall into the grounding um, aspect of the electrical system. We have a grounding sheet on our bed, which will change and improve the way you sleep at night. We sit so much in front of technology and and that there are opportunities to have you know a grounding um, cover underneath of us uh, under our feet under our arms um going for a swim you know lake and ocean i marvel one of the most magical things about grounding and my experience in costa is that on Sundays, it's family day at the ocean, and it will not be unusual to see an elderly person wading into the water being supported by two or three other people. And it's clear that they're taking them back into that ocean to actually get grounded. And, and it's not, you know, it's not done with fanfare or excitement. It's just a way that they can connect with Mother Earth. I think since the pandemic and the shutdowns, people are exploring more outdoor activities around their home. So things like camping have had a big resurgence. So that's another big, great, a great one where you sleep on the ground, not on a rubber mat, but actually on the ground on your blankets. Um, a lot of people have changed the kind of footwear that they're wearing. So getting away from rubber soles and going back to hides. One of the questions that always comes up for me is a lot of different cultures use grounding meditations or visualizations to help to feel grounded. How is that different from actually doing grounding as you described, where we get our feet on the ground? For me, it works equally as well. It's, it's one of those things because we don't always have an opportunity to be on Costa Rica with my feet on the sand. I'm in New Brunswick, Canada right now, and and there's not a lot of sand around. So I can visualize my time on the beach in Costa Rica, and that can create exactly the same feeling for me that I had 
when I'm there. And that energy does connect me to Mother Earth. Yeah, I would agree. That's my experience too. So I um, took a Tai Chi easy leadership course. And in the tradition of Tai Chi and Chinese medicine, one of the things that you first teach is how the Tai Chi pole runs through the middle of your body. So connecting to the heavens visually with that pole, grounding yourself into the earth. And I do that every morning, usually while I'm in the hot tub doing my morning meditation. And I can feel myself actually switch from leaning forward to being more back on my Mm -hmm. axis and being more centered. I think it works really well for people who tend to be a little bit spacey and kind of get lost in their head. Being Mm -hmm. connected again and grounding yourself in your body is very helpful. People often visualize it as well as roots of a tree that are branching out to to create that solid connection. And and yes, I absolutely agree that, uh, you know, the visualization is something that we can do no matter where we are. Let's just verbally lead someone through how they would do that visualization with the grounding um, and visualizing. Could you talk us through that? Sure. If you're listening to this and and uh, are in a place where you could close your eyes, you might want to do that. And you would just visualize that, that the roots of the trees are just stretching down through, down through your back, down through your thighs, out to the, the bottom of your feet. And you see them moving down deeper and deeper within the earth. As you feel the strength of that connection. Yeah, it's really that simple. And I think many times people think that stress relief practices or tools have to be long and drawn out and involved. And this takes moments. Grounding was one of the first things that I learned how to do. I was working in a crazy work environment and I would just go to the sink every once in a while and wash my hands. And as I was doing that, kind of mentally taking myself to being by a stream and growing my roots down and letting all that ick wash off of me. And I was always amazed in the beginning how much that moment of mindfulness and connecting to my body helped me get through the day and made me feel good. So it doesn't need to be a long drawn out thing. It can be 15 seconds, 30 seconds, but doing that often throughout the day is super helpful. So for those who are finding challenge right now, with getting outside or maybe visualization isn't comfortable. Are there any other words of advice you could give them? Well, spring is a great time. It it always feels very optimistic. And in my part of the country, the days are getting longer. So maybe it's time to go and take a walk. And, you know, as you're walking, Perhaps do some of that visualization. You know, there often there are trees around us. Maybe it's it's to plant some flowers, or maybe it's just even to think about what potentially you might be doing this summer that would be uh, grounding for you. Whether it's a lake, whether it's camping, you know, it's it really is 
available to pretty much everybody in one form or another. So this week's call to action is to look for ways that you can incorporate connecting to the earth or grounding. As Barb mentioned, spring's a great time to get outdoors, plant flowers, plan those camping trips. Uh, We are also having our next masterclass coming up in a few weeks. We'll be talking about elemental design, which is all about things from the earth, fire, water, wood, metal, and what those energies are like and how to make those stronger and build those, you can sign up for that at lessstressinlife.com forward slash masterclass. So until next time, have a great week, everybody. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at less stressinlife.com. That's less stressinlife.com.